Welcome into the In the Money podcast for Friday, October 16th at Keeneland. Tom Leach along with Keeneland's Director of Wagering Development, Jim Goodman, to take a look at the Grade 3 Pin Oak Valley View Stakes, part of a late pick four that we'll give you a ticket for. But, Jim, let's start with the stake. This is a, a full field of three-year-old fillies going a mile and a 16th on the turf. A couple of these were entered in the QE2 last Saturday and scratched out for this spot. So where are you going in the Valley View? Well, I think it's a very well, um, well-balanced field. I, I can make cases for a lot of horses in here. Narrowed it down to uh, three or four, and I went with uh, Sugar Fix or uh, Sassy Joseph uh, off a 91 buyer last time out at Kentucky Downs. Had run well in the Lake George prior to that and got a lot of speed, and I think this Kentucky Downs race set her up for this race very well. Um, don't think she's good. She's a lock in here by any means. I think there are, there are a number of other horses that you make a case for. One of them, Princess Grace, a very low, uh, a very lightly raced filly with two wins and two, tri- two tries. Very impressive maiden special weight win at Colonial and followed that up with a optional claimer at Monmouth. Steps up in class here, but uh, I think Michael Stidham gets them ready and, and Bridge Mahan takes them out. So I think Princess Grace is live. Duo Polly for Chad Brown is probably going to be the favorite off that win at Saratoga. Uh, broke his maiden at, broke her maiden at Monmouth by five lengths. Another impressive, lightly raced filly who's moving up. And then Whitehead for Ian Wilkes coming out of the same Lake George uh, as Sugar Fix finished only half lengths out uh, on a good turf course and um, raced at Churchill back in the summer and then followed that up with a win at Saratoga, followed by an almost win at Lake George. So Whitehead is very live here for Ian Wilkes. Four horses there that I think have a shot. I think you make a case for. Excuse me, Lucky Betty. <clears throat> I think you can make a case for Outburst for Eddie Keneally coming off a of Kentucky Downs race as well. Stunning Sky for Mike Maker really goes deep here. And as I, as I look a little deeper, Stunning Sky is what I'm going to put in there because that race uh, behind Antoinette is is a very impressive race. And um, Antoinette's hung out there in the 12 hole. Those 11, 12 holes are tough here. Both those horses have have a shot as well. So very wide open. Going to go deep when we get to pick four. I am going to take Antoinette out of that uh, 12 hole, um, and that's the the main thing that gives me pause on picking her. But she's got enough speed, I think, to uh, get a good position. And I think the turn back in distance may be the key for her to a mile and a 16th, I think might be ideal for her and uh, maybe why they elected to pick this spot rather than the nine furlong. Uh, QE2 on Saturday, and Bill Mott won it anyway with Harvey's Little Goyle. So, different owner, of course, but uh, Antoinette is going to be my pick here on top, but uh, Stunning Sky is a close second because she comes out of that race that produced the one-two finishers in the uh, Queen Elizabeth II on Saturday. This, uh, Michelin won that day and then ran second last Saturday to um, Harvey's Little Goyle. Sugar Fix, uh, it looks like has improved in those two starts for Safi Joseph, so um, I think she's got a, certainly a shot in here. Walk in Marrakesh was the other one I liked. I thought she ran uh, well here at Keeneland in July and seems to to be just you know consistent, hard knocking uh, filly that uh, you could see jumping up and, and winning a race like this certainly. But uh, Antoinette is going to be my pick on top in the Valley View. Seventh race starts the late pick four. It's a non-winners of two other than allowance for three-year-olds and up, printing five and a half on the turf. And I went to Explorer here 
uh, hot pace last time that uh, he got caught up in off a layoff for Brad Cox. Now he's coming back, making the second start, so should improve off that comebacker. And Cox hits at like 21% with horses making their debut on the turf. And I just think in these turf sprints, a horse that's got speed usually transfers over pretty well in a turf sprint. So I'm going to uh, go with Explorer, even though he's never been on the turf course yet. Infin- uh, infinite, um, competitive saint, high crime. Uh, I think all of those have a shot. Competitive saint ran a couple of nice races up at Saratoga. I don't know what happened last time. I'll just draw a line through that and forgive it. High crime uh, is a horse that, that has flashed some potential at times and uh, may end up being that you know, these turf sprints uh, are his best game. And so I think he's uh, got a big shot in here. Race driver, if you want to go deeper for uh, Cassie, uh, ran here in the summer over the turf course. And um, if you want to go five deep in there, that would probably be the next one I would add. But Explorer is my win pick in the seventh. How about you? I agree with Explorer. I think Cox, uh, any, any angle, he, he wins at every every angle. First turf is 21%. Uh, dirt to turf is 25%. <clears throat> so this horse had a, had a perfect prep for this at Churchill and uh, sets up well. And I would assume that uh, – uh, Brad Cox knows enough that he's going to run well on turf. The horse that I like second in here, though, is one that you didn't mention. <clears throat> Excuse me. Last year, we had a lot of horses that come down here from Arlington that people overlooked. And uh, Never Have I Ever has a lot of speed and is proven at the distance five and a half. Has won four in a row at Arlington. Lots of reasons to like this horse. And obviously, it's a move up in class coming from an $8,000 optional claimer. But, um, Something happened to the horse after he got claimed for $4,000. He's run three races in a row for uh, Brittany Vandenberg, and uh, I, I think he's got a big shot in here. Make, make it a price. So I'm only going to go too deep here, but Explorer is my win pick in the seventh. Eighth race is an allowance optional claimer, three and up, going six furlongs. Small field here. How did you go? How about all? <laughs> I, I couldn't. Uh, it's a great field. I mean, uh, Admiral Lynch with a 104 buyer, two back at Saratoga. The only horse I didn't think <clears throat> had a chance was Spawn Rizal. Cool Arrow's got a big shot uh, moving up in buyers, 93 to 96 to 99. Could run a, could break 100 next time out for Joe Talamo. Honest Mischief, the Into Mischiefs have run very well here. And uh, this horse ran behind Admiral Lynch and then moved up last time uh, in a Churchill race. And then Manny Waugh for Wayne Catalano. I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't pick this race. When you get six deep, just go all. Yeah, I uh, ended up on Admiral Lynch off that uh, 104 buyer on the 23rd of July. I think if he runs back uh, to that, I don't think they'll they'll beat him in here. Honest Mischief is two for two here at Keeneland for Chad Brown, so I think that's uh, noteworthy. I, I think you make a good case about just taking them all, but trying to keep the the ticket around a reasonable budget is not going to allow me to do that in this race. So I'm going to go uh, add one more, and that's uh, Cool Arrow, who's won three in a row down in Florida. And a um, little bit of a class test here, but um, that one is uh, is hot. So I'm going to use those three, but Admiral Lynch is the win pick. Now the 10th race is a 20K claimer. Non-winners are two lifetime. Phillies and Mayors three and up. Six and a half furlongs. Don't really have a strong opinion here. Uh, Destiny's Darling, like the favorite. First time running this cheap, so I'm going to take that one on top. But Queen of Verona, the one, uh, showed some improvement last time for uh, John Ortiz. Uh, Little Bella, kind of the same thing there with improvement last time out. She's Diamondite, uh, won the debut, um, and I don't think this is that much of a, of a class 
uh, move up here, asking her to, it's not a big ask, I don't think. And then competitive fire is the other one I'm going to throw in there. So I'm going to go five deep when we get to the pick four. But Destiny's Darling, just going with the chalk here on the top. How about you? Yeah, once again, we agree on the top pick. Uh, Destiny's Darling is going to be the favorite. <clears throat> uh, I hate to take a horse coming out of Mountaineer. That's the only thing. Um, Mountaineer horses don't run very well here. But the horse does have some experience at Keeneland. Finished uh, fourth, not beaten very far in a $50,000 allowance back in, or $50,000 claimer back in the summer. So 20000 should fit this horse very well. Uh, my second choice in here was Bailed Vixen for Steve Hobby, dropping out of a $50,000 claimer. Uh, ran here at Keeneland last October, didn't run a step, and then was uh, has been off since November. But uh, the horse has, has shown some promise in the past at the $50,000 level. Uh, at Churchill and at Ellis Park. And the drop to 20 seems to fit right here, so uh, I, I think this one kind of hits her right between the eyes, and Belle Vixen is my second choice. I'm only going to go too deep here. I think Destiny's Darling's a big favorite, but uh, had enough money to throw a second choice in here, so Belle Vixen is my second choice. So give me your pick four ticket. All right, pick four is very pretty simple today. I, I go too deep in the first leg, but never have I ever the three, and my favorite pick be ex Explore the nine. Then I'm going to go all in the eighth race, all six of them. Going to go six deep in the Pin Oak Valley View after I handicapped it. I started to go four deep, and I went ahead and put a couple more in there. So one, five, nine, three, eleven, twelve. I'm going to use the outside horses. I had tossed them before, but they're good enough that they can overcome those posts. So one, five, nine, three, eleven, twelve, and back to two horses in the tenth. Uh, Destiny's darting the six, and Vale Vixen the eight. So my pick four ticket is seventy-two dollars. Three nine with all with one five nine three eleven twelve with six eight. I am going to go five deep in the first leg, and uh, you talked me into the three horse. I'm going to throw that one on the ticket and bump my pick four ticket up just a little bit. So I'm going to go three seven eight nine eleven uh, with the uh, Explorer. I, I like a lot, but uh, having not been on the turf, I'm going to go a little deeper here. One two six in the second leg, twelve eleven in the third, and then one two five seven nine in the last for a $75 ticket for me. Uh, you've got uh, another stake coming up on Saturday, another one on Sunday, so just more great racing on the way. Uh, best of luck with your wagers on the Friday card at Keeneland, and we'll be back to take a look at Saturday in our next edition of the In the Money podcast for KeenelandSelect.com.